Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, yeah. Love it. Cool. That's what I'm saying. Coming live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quick Alone Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get more. Thanks for your concern, teammate. I don't know. I saw you doing something. I know what happened. What happened, bro? Where'd we go? <laughs> I just got attacked by my headphones. Wow. The new... You thought you blinded yourself yesterday. I just broke my nose on my right ear flap. I guess the new theme of the song threw you off. Something happened. I don't know. Down. Tried to stretch them around my head, and they lost control, and they slammed shut right on my honker. Because you got a big nose. No, I got weak hands. Okay, you got a little. You got baby hands, and you're wearing taller than you. Silly pants. I'm wearing jeans. You're taller than me. Yeah. Not if I stand on my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, feel that. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. If you want to call the show, attention, hotline fans. You can do that too. Uh, nothing you can't think. Yeah. So anyway, so we've been talking a lot about uh, different stuff here. All sorts of stuff. Day three of the Taz send-off. I just had someone must have baked cookies for me. There was a bunch of cookies in yes, there. Yes, that was for you. I, uh, they, but it was weird because they were here before I even got here. I saw them. So I guess someone dropped them off for me, right? Well, half eaten, too. Yeah. Yeah. A couple Bob of the baker. Some were old. Yeah. The one with the powdered sugar is phenomenal. I don't know what they put in that thing, but that thing is like... Sadness. Maybe <laughs> sadness. And respect. Here. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Remember, if you're following Taz and the Moose on uh, Instagram or Twitter, uh, you might want to unfollow it because it's getting deleted uh, as soon as I'm off the air Friday. So, uh, otherwise, uh, happy Thursday. So, <laughs> you are so. We got a 1v1. <laughs> otherwise, we got a 1v1 coming up um, right in this segment, actually. Wrestling 1v1, tag teams, Road Warriors versus the Undisputed Era. Okay, we're going to get a little 1v1 action. Pete the Body and I got together in a production meeting yesterday. We had a sidebar, you know, story. you saw what mm. happened to Sidebar. Me. We had a sidebar yeah. meeting, and we discussed this, and Pete talked to his people about it, and we worked that out. So we'll do that 1v1 in a second. Uh, if you want to call the show, talk about anything wrestling-related or um, or uh, sports-related, we talked a lot about Tom Coughlin being fired by the Jacksonville Jaguars from his vice president position. And so the Jaguars making moves. Good chance Marone and uh, the general manager are going to be next. Not wishing that on those guys, but there's a good chance that's going to happen. Um, let's talk to uh, Lucas in Blacksburg, Virginia, listening on the SiriusXM app. Lucas, you're on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Taz. Uh, big fan here. Hated to hear the news that you were headed out, uh, but I've enjoyed listening to you for a long time now. But Thank just you, wanted to grab your perspective on uh, AEW right now. I think uh, – Maybe the honeymoon phase is over, per mm. se. Um, and I think I've heard a lot of discussion on Twitter and social media about 
areas of improvement maybe they can focus on moving forward. Um, I have my own personal opinion, but I'm just curious to hear uh, your opinion on, on where you think maybe they can focus on uh, moving forward with their product. Well, look, as far as the honeymoon phase, that's going to happen with anything, Lucas, if you think about it. If I, if just, if I could defend AEW for a second or any new company, any new wrestling company, when something is new uh, and something is feeling like it's going to go up against WWE, which we haven't seen in decades, you know, someone that could compete with WWE from a TV penetration perspective or, or from a, a, a financial perspective, but yet we felt and feel AEW could do that um, because their, their TV deal with TNT and whatnot, right? So we know all that. And, and, and obviously uh, we were talking about the Jaguars and obviously the Khan family, namely Tony Khan, owning AEW. So they're, they're right. very wealthy, successful people. We know all that. Um, here's the thing. It's, it's very difficult to do what they're trying to do, okay? But they're, they're doing it. Their their their, yeah. their ratings have been okay. I mean, it hasn't been. Look, they came out. I'm not looking at what they do, Lucas. Like a one one, and then they petered down. Yeah, it dropped under one, right? And yeah. now we, we watch NXT and AEW almost go neck and neck. I think actually last week, I, I don't quote me in the number, dude, but I think it was like seven hundred eighty five thousand viewers for each show, which I thought was odd. You know? Yeah, they tied. Yeah, that's weird, right? But anyway, so uh, to me, that's good. I think that's just good for wrestling. So. I, I think what they need to change, now I've done some work with them, as you know. I think right. they, they do need to change their infrastructure a little bit. I do think that'll happen over time, sooner rather than later. I think they, they need some more help there. They need, You have your executive vice presidents, they're, they're, they're all wearing wrestling boots. These guys are all wrestling. Right. These guys are busy doing that, but yet they're wearing multiple hats, and they're doing a good job, but... Come show day, you got to focus on your match. I know that from experience. When I was in ECW back in the day, I was wearing multiple hats. Many of us were. And it's not an easy gig that guys like the Bucks are doing and guys like Kenny Omega's doing, guys like Cody Rhodes are doing. That's a tough thing. So I do think that yeah. everything there is very fluid, and you got to give them a little time. But I'm curious, as from a fan perspective, what would you change? You said you would change things. What would you change? Um, I... This may sound a little bit uh, silly, but to me, uh, maybe even a little bit on production uh, and audio. Uh, some of the stuff, it reminds me of the WCW days. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a Tony Schiavone influence, but even even from a, a consumer perspective, uh, hearing the audios of just how the bumps sound on the mats and just overall audios, and I don't think they've quite mastered it, how WWE has. Well, well hang, hang on. Let me interrupt you on Lucas. Let me just – because I'll forget to tell you. So here's the thing with that. There's a reason why there is a WCW a little bit of a feel, and there is. There's a couple of reasons. Okay, one is it, it's broadcasted from TNT on, with Turner's, sure. Turner's Network. So think about that. That's right. WCW. The other reason is by a, a gentleman by the name of Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell runs the production truck for AEW. Keith Mitchell – also ran the production truck for WCW. A lot of people don't know that. Keith Mitchell hmm, is a okay. great executive producer. He's basically the Kevin Dunn of the South. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, And I know Keith a long time. He was also running production for, for TNA back in the day. So Keith is a great executive producer. He's great at running trucks. But he, he, he also, and we were talking about the Von Erichs the other day, Andrew Bogus. Mm, uh, that's right. He, Keith Mitchell, even back in the day, Lucas, uh, Keith Mitchell was running production for Fritz Von Erich for, for World Class. So this guy's wow. got a long history in the business. So you, that's why you're getting that WCW feel production-wise. Now, are you alluding to that the audio was screwed up on a couple of weeks in a row with the announcers? That's what you're talking about? 
no, I'm not. I'm not really worried about that as much as that. I, I, I kind of wanted it just to be. Uh, I, I guess from my perspective, I was super excited for the product, and I, and I'm a huge fan of it. Um, I think it's a great alternative for people that are uh, kind of upset with WWE and how things are, and that's a whole different conversation. But right, right. Um, I just, I guess, I, I enjoy the authenticity of it. So I guess the the production part of it made me feel like they were. Uh, kind of being something that they weren't from something in the past. Um, and it, it, it isn't a major gripe. It really isn't. Well, uh, also, dude, you understand, they're, they're, they're not trying to be WWE, too. You have to realize that. You know, see, here's the thing. <clears throat> we all, as fans, right, we all, the measuring stick for us when someone has that kind of money and that kind of production and that kind of TV broadcast and penetration, the measuring stick for us is WWE. And I get that, yeah. dude. I get that. But you got to understand, these cats, and I can tell you from experience, they don't want to be WWE. They want to be different. They want people to watch and realize it's a different production. They want it to right. feel different, sound different, look different. They do. There are elements that seem and feel similar to WWE. Um, uh, some of that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm a little surprised they're doing as much in-ring promo stuff as they're doing because they didn't want to do that. They wanted to be just yeah. more wrestling. But then they realized, well, this is why Vince McMahon does what he does because you got to to make money. You got to build characters so you can get people to come to the building. So you build yeah. characters by by doing promo segments backstage, by doing in ring promos in the ring. You know, you got to develop characters. I do think also, if I'm going to critique AEW, I will tell you this, Lucas. I do think that they should um, they should work on elements of um, video packaging to get over some of these talents for character development. A little thing like having JR sit down last night on, on AW Dynamite with, with uh, Jungle Boy with Jack Perry, doing something like that. It was a quick snidbit, but it was cool. Okay, it was cool. You got a guy, yeah. a legendary Hall of Famer like JR, sitting down with this young kid and, and, and who's the son of a celebrity who's the only one with us in Luke Perry. And, his, and I would have, dude, what I would have done, just a fantasy book with you here, I would have taken, I would have had that whole interview I would have shown the amount they showed on TV, which is probably two minutes, because they can't show that much, and then send, mm-hmm. pe- then send people to your social media page or somewhere to watch the whole 10-minute interview with JR and Jack Perry. You know what I mean? That's what I would have done. Yeah. You know? So, because I want to learn more. I'm, me, I say I as a fan. Fans want to learn more about these characters, and I think they got to do a better job of developing these characters. You know, MJF did the thing what, what what turned on Cody, and we've seen MJF on TV since then, like maybe once or twice. I, yeah. I, I don't think MJF wrestles enough on TV. I want to see this kid wrestle every night, every week on TV. He's going to be your top heel. He's eventually going to oh, be the world champion. He's got to be on TV more. Yeah, and for somebody like me who, who comes from predominantly a WWE fan, uh, learning about some of these characters, I, I don't know anything about them. Um, and so I need that exposure. Uh, so that I can become invested in their angles. Um, right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you on that. I, and I appreciate you taking my call. You got guys. it, buddy. I appreciate you calling, Lucas. Thank you, man. Take care. So sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to talk wrestling. You know what I mean, buddy? Just, Agreed. That's how it goes. Yeah. So I, 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 I do it all the time. It's awesome watching you pay attention. Just on the sitting on the learning tree, the Taz learning tree, it was really tremendous. Well, I mean, I have I share all of those same critiques with with AEW, so I'm not gonna I don't need to double down and steal any of your thoughts. I mean they're all <laughs> valid, correct ones that um, when they get straightened out and they will away goes AEW even more. Well, are you gonna be able to partake in this one v one? Probably not, but I'll try it. <laughs>
All right, we're going to do a little 1v1, a little wrestling style here. Uh, if you want to call the show. Well, actually, let's do the 1v1 open. Let's do the 3-2-1. Here we go. There it goes deep left. That ball is high. That is far. That is gone. Giancarlo. No si puesto palo. Brady takes the snap. He backs up. A lob toward Gronkowski. Left. Reaches out. Extends. Makes the grab as he dives to the pylon. Touchdown, Patriots. One versus one. The best versus the best. Taz, Moose, and you decide who is the best of the best. It's now time for 1v1 with Taz and, and the Taz. Moose. Here's the 1-1. It's a ground ball to Keith Worman. Scoops it up. Throws the first. It's perfection. Will Roberts has thrown a perfect game for the Cavaliers. Probably the best call in sports history. I mean, it is Vin Scully-esque. Ah, it's tremendous, dude. We joke around a lot about it. The Giants won the pennant. The Giants won the pennant. I don't believe what I just saw. Bobby it's Worman perfection. just stole it's second. All... Bobby yeah. Worman just stole. What's his name, Bobby? Keith. Who? It was number one on SportsCenter's top ten plays that night. Is that true? That is true. With your call? Yes. How about that? I didn't know that. And Why have you been sitting on that wow. nugget for so yeah, long? Why are you sitting here after that? Uh, I can't. Are you my therapist? <laughs> I'm just a heel. Um, I didn't know that part. Yeah, that was Why did you cool. say that uh, in the past, Tom? You know, talked about this a lot. I don't know. It never really occurred to me to say it. I think but I know today, why. Today I, I, know why. I know why you did. I know why you did, Mike. I'm humble? No. You're not humble, actually. You, you got to put yourself over, You're Mike. an ego. Oh, he does. Trust me. I know him very well. He's an egomaniac. I'm That's not right. an egomaniac, but I am narcissistic. All right. So 1v1, here we go. we got Road Warriors versus the undisputed era of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Might want to Google those names, Andrew Bogish. I already so, did. Thanks for asking those. Okay, so, so here's the thing. The Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Correct. Right. The Legion of Doom. Probably my favorite tag team of all time. My two favorite tag teams of all time. Definitely the Road Warriors. And the other one was a team that I worked and traveled with and was friends with and trained with a team called the Eliminators from ECW, which was Perry Sadden and John Cronus. I love the Eliminators. They're good friends of mine. I thought they were an amazing team. And you got to throw the Dudleys in there, too. There's a lot of great tag teams. The Freebirds, amazing stuff. The Rock and Roll Express, legendary. The Fabulous ones were great. Um, I'm assuming the winner of this one v one Express. Excuse me. I'm assuming the winner of this one v one takes on the British Bulldogs for the actual title, right? Uh, Is that how this works? It's not how it works, but the Bulldogs were amazing. Okay. You just want to let people know you know a wrestling team name. Was that why? Uh, well, yes. How about Davey. the Tasmaniacs? Love them. Love them. <laughs> my heroes. <laughs> Is that you and Bilotti? No, that was me. And I know. That was me and Tasmaniac too. <laughs> and Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Should have uh, stuck with it. Oh uh, yeah, the Samoans were always great. To the Wild Samoans were a yeah. great team. The Samoan SWAT team, and was a great team. So, anyway, so this one v one, if you want to call and you pick who you like and tell me why or tell Andrew why, it's between the Road Warriors and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Who would I go with? Oh man, I, I gotta tell you, I love Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly in NXT. I think they're great. They do amazing stuff. You know what we could have put in here? We should have done a three-way 1v1, Pete the Body. V1. We should, hey, don't be a wise. Right, 1v1. BCS. Should have, should have been, right, BCS, Road Warriors, 
Undisputed Era, and the Young Bucks. That would have been cool. Bucks are no joke. Well, in the pre-production meeting, I mentioned to our staff about the Young Bucks. Did you really? I, well, I must we had a meeting? I probably went to the water cooler for that <laughs> segment. Uh, so I'm going to lean... He held his own <laughs> meeting. I'm going to lean towards... Ah, man, this is tough. I'm going to lean towards the Road Warriors this one. Not just because of the legendary status. Because they were kind of trailblazers for a lot of things they've done. You know, some feel they were the first one to have music uh, on their entrance. But Michael Hayes and the Freebirds will tell you different. I think Michael Hayes might be right. I think the Freebirds were the first ones to do it. But the Road Warriors, do you remember what the Road Warriors used to use? Come to the ring. If you don't, that's fine. I have the answer. It wasn't a Boz Skaggs song. It was not Boz Skaggs. Well said. No, it was a little song called Iron Man. By Black Sabbath. So they would hit the ring, dude, and just tear dudes up. Like, tear them up. Which one Big is Laurinaitis? I don't remember. Laurinaitis is Animal. Is animal. So you know who okay. his son is, yes. right? Obviously, James Laurinaitis. So, Animal is, is a little bit shorter than Hawk. Right. He was the one with no the wings. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. So, Hawk's no longer with us. Okay, Mike Hegstrom. Great guy. Really great guy. I know Animal, too. They're both really good guys. Obviously, Hawk no longer with us. But Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, also great guys in super athletic talent. Two different teams here. From an athletic perspective, the, the Road Warriors could not compare anywhere near with the athleticism of Fish and O'Reilly. Nowhere near it. Different eras. But I'm leaning towards the Road Warriors. The promo work was great by Hawk. And, of course, Paul Ellering is their manager. Precious Paul Ellering. Angry Andrew Bogish should be your name as a wrestling manager. <laughs> Who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to go... Angry Andrew Bogish. With the Road Warrior. Now, I prefer Legion of Doom. I don't remember. You'd have to walk me through why the name changed, when the name changed. When it went to WWF at that time, okay. they, they, the WWF went with the Legion of Doom. Okay. So they were called the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, because years ago... Was there a colon in there? I don't, even, I don't know. I know a semicolon. Right. I know the organ in your body of a colon. The Legion of Doom was... Man, was that mid-Atlantic? It was it's more just than just... Uh, Andrew, please. You I'm need sorry. to lay out. It was just, like... Mid- year, I believe Mid-Atlantic. Yeah. What's that? I think it was Mid-Atlantic. It was Mid-Atlantic, maybe. And it was the Road Warriors. And who else was Jake in Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts. Thank yeah. you very much. There was someone. So, see, it was a faction before WWF. I got you. Before the success of the Road Warriors. Then those other guys broke away. Not Lord Humongous. Somebody else. I can't remember who. Anyway, and so then it stuck. The Legion of Doom. They were so called. They were called the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. That is the argument. To me, that's the greatest name in wrestling history. Legion there's, of Doom. It's just. There's it, no doubt it's about too it. Too badass. Yeah. Um, so, Road Warriors are soft. No, no, that no. That name no. is amazing. Right. But Legion of Doom just, I don't know. There's just something about it. All right. So that's the tiebreaker so, in so, there for me. So I'm rolling with the Road Warriors. I, I can't argue with that. I mean, I, I really can't argue with that. Plus, I know nothing about the other two guys. So. Well, I'll tell you who does, and that's Pete the Body. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete the Body, uh, what is your name? Uh, Well, I'm picking the Road Warriors in this case because uh, no one has won titles in three major promotions like they have. WCW, uh, WWF, and the AWA. Uh, They were the standard. I put them against any other team in wrestling. They're the standard. It's a cut and dry for me. Now, I think the Undisputed Era will eventually get there because of the stuff they have accomplished already. 
Uh, but it's still it's still a long ways away for me. Road Warriors are the standard in tech team. Yeah, and I, I I don't I feel like we're not. I just don't want to. Um, I want to give the current guys the the. Uh, it's a tough thing to do here. If you if if Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish were on a show and I'd be like, dude, I don't. This is not fair. Like. How do you put it? They, they would tell you how great the Road Warriors were, you know. But it's just—I just felt like it's something cool with um, um, a legendary team of the past and a great team of today, you know, that had that have or had clashing styles. Um, you know, think about it—the total clash of styles. Mikey B, you want to partake? Uh, I agree with Pete. Okay. Wow. That's me when I talk NBA. That's what I do. Better wrong. Like, I'm not an NBA savant, but do I do that? No. I talk. I do research. Do I do that? Sometimes. I agree with Pete. No, that's not true sometimes. My ass sometimes. Wise well, guy. I think uh, the undisputed era, 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 I think what you were mentioning, they're in their moment, but give it time. They'll eventually overtake the Road Warriors. Wow. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, um, so you should have left it alone, Taz. That was that's your fault. I'm gonna you, take your calls. And, well, you know, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Not in you. I'm not disappointed in, in, in Pete either. I'm just disappointed. Anyway, we'll we'll take your calls on the other side of the break. Uh, God, I did it again. That damn cliche. See what happened? Over two years, it's stuck in my head. You see this, Mike? I knew this was gonna happen to me. My bad. I gotta go to therapy now and get this taken out of me. You can join me. Join us after the break. Thank you for the word join. You're welcome. As we take your calls on who do you like in your 1v1, the Road Warriors or the Undisputed Era, era 855-212-4227. Taz with Angel Bowers. Be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. One. Oh, all right. I counted myself in. How about that? Uh, welcome back here. Yeah, we're doing a 1v1. We were talking. We got people calling the show. We'll get to you guys in a second. Uh, what 1v1, uh, a wrestling 1v1 with the tag team, great tag teams, the Road Warriors, legendary Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom against Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish of NXT, today's Undisputed Era, they're called. Call the show, 855-212-4227. Wrestling fans, tell me who you want to win that 1v1. We have Brad Heller here. I'll do his update. Bradford, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? I have wrestling news in this report. Oh, we're fired up. People on hold. Well, Jim Heller. They're waiting for it also. All right. Here you go. Do your update. This report sponsored by the NFL. Thanks to you, Huddle for 100 surpassed its goal of 100 million minutes. Volunteer in your community this holiday season to spread the spirit of service. Log your minutes at NFL.com slash Huddle for 100. College basketball, North Carolina has now lost four in a row for the first time since 2010. Is it up to Kispert? Corey driving with the left hand, gets all the way to the rim, and he's got two more. Left-handed finish for Kispert, sags by 20. Tom Hudson on Learfield IMG College. Gonzaga getting 26 points from Corey Kispert in a 94-81 win over the Tar Heels. The Zags are 12-1, the Heels are 6-5. Elsewhere, number 6 Kentucky faced Utah and Las Vegas. Ashton Hagen's looking and still looking and still looking. Hagen's has to get it in. Corner three up and missing. Utah wins! Utah wins! 
The Utes have beat the Kentucky Wildcats at T-Mobile Arena. Final score, 69-66. Bill Riley had the call. Learfield IMG College. Timmy Allen led the way. 25 points and 9 rebounds. NBA, the Sixers suffered their first home loss. They fell to the Heat, 108-104 in Philly. The Celtics beat the Mavs in Dallas, 109-103, behind 32 from Kemba Walker. The Pelicans' 13-game losing streak is over as they topped the Timberwolves, 107-99. Brandon Ingram scored 34. From the NFL, the Jaguars firing executive vice president of football operations, Tom Coughlin, just a couple days after the Players Association warned players of potentially signing with the Jags because of excessive fines and player grievances. So GM Dave Caldwell and head coach Doug Marone will report directly to owner Shad Khan. Meanwhile, Odell Beckham Jr. putting the rumors to rest about his future in Cleveland. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I, I'll be here. We're going to figure this thing out. Um, it, it's just too special to leave. Now Beckham's been battling hip and groin injuries all season. He's now gone eight consecutive games without topping 100 receiving yards, the longest such streak of his career. From college football, three Oklahoma players have reportedly been suspended for the semifinal matchup against LSU in the Peach Bowl. Starting defensive end Ronnie Perkins, running back Ramondre Stevenson, and wideout Trajan Bridges. Sooners head coach Lincoln Riley did not address the suspensions. Now it's time for your daily wrestling update. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, we're, we're sitting already. Okay, here we go. Rhea Ripley dethroned to Shayna Baszler to capture the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, what a match. I saw that match. It was awesome. Yes, in, in AEW, Jungle Boy survived 10 minutes with champ Chris Jericho. Uh, he did. I saw that too. Other action, Rick Martel defeated Ray Odyssey. Joe Savoldi and Manny Fernandez ended with no winner. They wrestled to a double countout. I don't Manny remember where Fernandez. That- the, the Raging Bull, not the one from Miami Dolphins. This is a different Manny Fernandez. That's what There's another Manny Fernandez. Right, a, a pro wrestler, yeah. So wait, that last one, uh, that last one, <laughs> I mean, Pete, we're was, doing a radio I show. I know, why? Yeah, don't I, laugh. He's, we I mean, get what, it. You well, love Mike's wrestling ma- news, well, Mike's, ma- Mike's making him laugh. <laughs> no, but what... Just re- the last update. We won the last news bit about the... about Mar- Savoldi and Fernandez? Oh, yeah, yeah. Martel defeated Ray Odyssey. Nice, nice. I wrestled Ray Odyssey, you know, even though he's a new current wrestler. The surfer, Ray Odyssey. That's the one you're talking about, I believe, right? The surfer. He's a surfer. His gimmick is he's a surfer. Okay. Yeah, the surfer. Yes, right, he and, is. That, and so Martel beat Odyssey. Yep. Rick Martel and. Savoldi and Fernandez, uh, double count out. No right. winner. I don't know where that show was. Probably Parsippany, right? I would think maybe. Parsippany? No, they run a lot of it shows in the auditorium. No, the IWCCW. No. All right. Great job, man. It was great he came in that wrestling update. Good job, buddy. You're Always enjoy bringing the wrestling updates to you. Uh, you do a great job of it, man. You're current, too. You're on top of current. Trying to be that way, way for you. Way to go, buddy. All right. I got to right. take some phone calls here. Andrew and I are busy. Thank you. Great job. Heller. You're the best. Awesome. All right. Okay. Jim Heller. So uh, let's talk to Brandon uh, listening in Hillsburg. My screen cut off. Where is he? In the Pennsylvania? He is. Pennsylvania. Yes. Hillsburg, Pennsylvania. PA. Brandon, how are you? You're on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on? Oh, good man. How are you, Taz? What's going on, bud? Um, I think out of the two, Legion of uh, Legion of Doom definitely wins those. But I think there has to be a mention of the Bushwhackers. When Ooh, I was a kid, that's a good one. They were they were good. They were funny. Yep. Uh, they they were they were the best for me whenever I was younger. They were. Now the Bushwhackers. I don't know if you remember their name before they went to WWE. What they were called? Do you remember that? Probably not. Mm, no. They were the Sheep Herders. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's right. When they, they were working uh, all the south and stuff, they were great. Um, and that but, wasn't PC, right? Sheep sheep herders wasn't a... Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you can't say that anymore. So I mean, yesterday, I, hold on a second. Yesterday, <laughs> I offended pirates. <laughs> yeah. 
Now I offended sheep partners? Yeah, that's not. They don't want to be called that anymore. Brandon, I can't win over here, bro. No, you can't. I mean, not in, not in today's society. You, can't, you really their, can't win. What was their song? It was "Walk Around" or "Walk About." Bushwhackers. Uh, you remember that? Boom, damn, boom, Well, yeah, yeah. What, our, our wrestling audio team is getting it right now. Um, you know, Brandon, the thing is, I just want you to understand, like the one v one, and I'm down. The Bushwhackers are great, no doubt about it. Hall of Famous, right? The the thing is. Um, the one v one. So, like, some people are tweeting, like, "Oh, how about uh, they name another teams?" Like, somebody's, "How about the Dudleys?" I'm not a one v one. Just meant like we took these two teams and said who's the best. It wasn't like we're dissing out other teams. You know what I mean? I just want you to know that. Here's this. Right well, now, in fairness, I haven't watched wrestling in about 15 years. So when we're talking tag teams, Legion of Doom and Bushwhackers are the are the two that stand out to me. Well, here you go. Here's your song, brother. Are you feeling yeah, it now, Brandon? Get your arms yeah, going up and down. I'm on my way to the gym, man. This is pumping me up. <laughs> All right, Brandon, we appreciate the call. Off the bushwhacker team gets you ready for to do a, a set of military press and some shrugs. I mean, God bless you. Uh, let's talk to Joss. Let's listen on 100.3 FM in the uh, lovely city of Florida. Uh, Josh, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, man, I'm going to have to say uh, the Road Warriors. And the reason I say the Road Warriors is because being, you know, uh, around the wrestling industry my whole life, um, just – they have something that nobody else has. Mm. When they hit that curtain and they come out for that crowd, you know what that's known as, the yeah. warrior pop. The warrior pop. Road warrior pop is, and you're right about that. That's something that is a thing in the industry. You didn't know that, Andrew. You probably wouldn't. That's that kind of, um, you know, you got to be a real hardcore mock to know that or someone from the wrestling business. So mm-hmm. the world warrior pop means the reaction that people, if you get a big reaction when you come through the curtain, like, that's called the Road Warrior Pop. Yeah. People would go crazy for the Road Warriors when they came out. So, like, your boy over here, when I debuted at the Garden, Road Warrior Pop. So, you know what I'm saying? When you heard this song by Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. And the Warriors would come out. Josh, am I right or wrong? They would whoop ass. Oh, man, they would just kill people, man. Like, Nasty. I mean, the poor, the poor Mokes brothers, I feel sorry for them. <laughs> The Mokies used to get whooped. Yeah, no, they, oh. Dude, if you want to see, and I'm sure you've seen this, Josh, but Andrew, you should check it out. Um, you want to watch the Road Warriors really dismantle guys back in the day. Watch them in AWA when they used to work in those casinos in Las Vegas. Holy cow. Dude, they were, they were they would just eat dudes up. Josh, appreciate the call. I mean, eat guys up bad. Bad, bad, bad. Nasty. They also fought a young Ray Odyssey back in those days. Poor Brad. I mean, <laughs> like, really? I mean, someone is really mean that works here. Hopefully that hopefully that audio doesn't make it onto my Twitter somehow. I hope not. <clears throat> uh, Did Bruno San Martino fight last night? I, I wasn't. I was busy. I couldn't watch. That if that one happened. <laughs> Uh, old friend John from Jersey. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. Big Haas, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Taz. Good morning. How are you, brother? Good, my friend. What's going on? No, I mean, I got to go with the Road Warriors. We're nothing against the Undisputed Era, but uh, Road Warriors were another favorite as a kid. I used to love them and Paul Ellering. They were, mm. they were great. They were great. I saw a thing, John. Do you have the WWE Network or not? Yes. <clears throat> so I saw a thing on there uh, recently. I can't remember the name. It's a couple of years old. On the Road Warriors, uh, man, what was it called? The WWE did it was um, no, it was it was on 
what was the thing called? Was it on Paul Allen was highlighted in it? So was it was their bio they did for the it DVD. It was a bio. Yeah, it was a DVD. I just can't remember the name of it. John, you should check it out if you didn't see it already. It's awesome. Absolutely. If it's Road Warriors, I'm in. I will definitely check it out, brother. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, oh, you, you are familiar with O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, though, right? Of today's, of course. Year. Oh yeah. Oh, those guys are great. They're amazing. So that's why oh, I'm yeah. trying to figure, put two teams together that are complete polar opposites from two different worlds. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, there's so many great teams. I mean, whether it's today, even, you know, through the years. And, um, uh, you know, like you mentioned, the Young Bucks are great. Yeah. Um, there's so many great teams. Yeah. I, I got a wrestling question for you. Yeah. My my favorite today, and I'm, I'm curious, I always wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on him. What do you think of the fiend, Bray, Bray Wyatt? Well, I, I love the, I love the fiend character. The gimmick, the character's phenomenal. The belt they made is horrible, but yes. that that belt with his face on it is silly and dumb. But uh, his look, his work rate's tremendous. He's a big dude. He's uh, he's, he's probably a third generation wrestler, right? His yeah, dad, IRS's his, kid. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think, but his oh, no Rotundo's uh, second generation. He's not third generation because he's Rotundo's son. IRS, right? right. No, I was thinking, uh, but his Godfather's Wyndham, I think, or something. But no, his father is. Um, no, my, no, no, his Godfather. I'm trying. I think his Godfather is Barry Wyndham. I think. Yes, yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's the mind. Here's the thing. I think. I think Bray Wyatt's tremendous. I do. I think I, people have been waiting for him to get the big, big push, the big, 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 big push. He's getting it now. He was being pushed as Bray Wyatt with the fireflies and all that. The stuff he does with that cartoon, um, the Funhouse Fire, gimmick, Fire, Fire, it's, mm-hmm. it's hysterical. It's great. Big, you know, cool production they do on it. I think he's great. Why you don't like him? Oh, I love him. He's my oh, he's my favorite. He's I, favorite. I, yeah. I, I, I will. Uh, it, he's the main reason I watch. Really? Now. Yeah, he's great, man. He's great. You know, and they're doing it's you know the tough thing for a character to wrestle against him. It's tough because there's so many layers and depths of caricature in him. And John, appreciate the call, brother. Always nice to hear from you. But he's very the fiend character is very especially with the. Firefly, a uh, fun house, and then the, the, yeah, it's the whole thing is just it gets a little. <laughs> it's great, but it's a lot of depth involved. A lot involved. Do you ever see this the fiend thing? No, never seen it. No, sound like a Mikey B answer. I, I, I'm right. sorry, I haven't. Here we go. The no. Yes, I did see it, Tess. We'll take your calls after we return from break. Okay, and you're still calling you people. What, do you want the Road Warriors in your 1v1, or do you want the undisputed era of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish? Those two young cats are great. So, Taz and Andrew Bogus, 855-212-4227. Right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Taking uh, phone calls on the 1v1 top tag. Not top tag. You know, 1v1 on tag. The Road Warriors or the undisputed era of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Hey, CBS Sports Radio toll-free line 855-212-4227 is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Uh, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% <coughs> or more on car insurance. Let's go uh, down to West Virginia and talk to Buff. Listen on 94.9 FM. Buff, you're on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on? Hey, good morning. 
There's only one one answer to this question. Okay. Oh, what a rush. Yes, that's a little Road Warrior Hawk action. So you're a big Road Warrior fan back in the day, huh? Oh, you know it, baby. Yeah, they were great. There's man. only one answer to that question. But I got a little problem with you, my man. You're talking to me? Okay, what's I'm up, bro? I'm talking to you. I'm ready. Boy. Come on, come on with it. Let's go. What's up? You know, this this stuff of you leaving. Yeah. Now you're throwing my whole morning routine has <laughs> gone to hell in the handbasket. I'm I don't know sorry. what the hell I'm going to do. I apologize, dude. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure. You, what, do you listen to the show normally like on the way to work or coming home? Yep. Yeah. I got an hour drive to work every morning, and every morning I got you guys on, and even once I go into the office. So Yeah. Do you, are you... um. Uh, I was just thinking, are, are you still a wrestling fan, or just like an old fan? You still like watch wrestling? Yep, you know it. We watch, we watch it all. So you like AEW, WWE, right, Ring right. of Honor, everything. Oh wow, you go all the way in. Okay, well, no, I'm only asking. Like, are you a guy who listens to podcasts or not really? Yeah, yeah, not as much as I should, but my uh, my boys have taught the old wise one here. Oh, you? How old are your kids? Uh, my oldest is 26. Okay. My biggest wrestling fan is 23, so. Right. Oh, he still likes wrestling at 23. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you he likes, I bet you he likes AEW more than WWE, and he probably likes NXT more than Raw and SmackDown. You got him. You hit the nail right on the head. Yeah, that's normally the routine. Well, listen, man, Buff, look, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll probably be putting a good amount of podcasting out on a regular basis covering wrestling, so you can hear me a lot. I know it's different than live radio, but maybe there's some stuff happening with me in 2020 where you can hear me live. That could happen, too. You never know. All right, my man. When well, you right. get around to Pittsburgh, uh, northern West Virginia area, we'll take you get your little Permanente brothers. Sam. Oh, how, that's how, some how good stuff. That? Yeah, my man, Buff. Appreciate you, dude. Thank you very much. I need to have one of those sandwiches. Yeah, I've never been, but I've heard. Uh, you can actually, you can have them ship the whole setup to you. Yeah. You can buy, like, I don't know how Hold much on, it actually makes, but you can get a box from Permanente brothers, and it tells you with the French fries, the coleslaw, the cold cuts, their own <laughs> bread, and you can make your own Permanente Brothers sandwich, but I feel like you need to go to a Permanente Brothers yeah, for you real. You gotta be there. I'm looking. You've been there, Mike. Yeah, I've been there a few times. So break it down, son. Yeah, basically you get the good sandwich, anything you like, and they no, put the French uh, fries on. How good is it though? Oh, think... it's delicious. It's it's the best one of the best French fry I've ever had in my life. And it's on the sandwich. Yeah, that, that's a big uh, Pittsburgh no, gimmick. You I, put the fries. I, no, on the I know. Sandwich. I know. Listen, please. And the salads. Please. Too. I've been to the Steel City a plethora of times, Mike. I know you think you're an expert on it, but I've been there. I've been around. We're talking to stuff. everybody, though, Taz. I don't care. You. We're talking to me. I was talking to Pete. So listen, uh, I, they've been around since 1933. Okay, and I still haven't made my way there. The Permanente Brothers. But here's the thing, though, Permanente Brothers. I am looking at their website, and I see what's going on here. And they have pizza, which they probably shouldn't even attack. They probably should. Do they really? The, they have pizza. And they have wings. The wings look phenomenal. Um, several options on draft beers. And now the French fries, they hand cut every single day. We use more potatoes than just about anyone. Well, wait a minute. If you're making French fries, how can you have more potatoes? French fries are potatoes. Like, you can't say you have more potatoes. If people are making French fries, it's an order of potatoes. Am I missing something here? I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to eat when I go there. So it looks like this one order of French fries has cheese whiz all over it, jalapenos, sour cream, and chunks of bacon. It looks phenomenal. Okay, I'm in. Dropped out of a heart attack after you eat it, but it looks really good. Um, Yeah, so I can order this online. It says order online. 
Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to get some of this. I'll get it for lunch today. I'll have to get it to me. Oh, yeah, there. there's the brother. There's the pizza. Primanti man, Brothers the, Pizza. Man, the bread, it's like a thick, thick sourdough. Man, they're not playing around. Mike, you've had this a lot? Oh, he's on the phone. The cold cuts. Pete, have you seen this? I've seen it. I haven't had it. What? Well, yeah. I, I've grown up. I, Pittsburgh was always like my second home growing up. I've heard a hundred times. I know. I've okay. heard. We okay. get it, Mike. You've been there. Yes, I've had it. To answer your question, I'm giving some context. You know, you know what? I just traveled to Pittsburgh for the hell of it. Uh, it's just because you love going there. Oh, why not? Let's go uh, watch a Penguins game on Tuesday. No, dude, but, you have, but I'm telling you, the sandwiches look phenomenal. Yeah, Hold on, great. we got somebody in Pennsylvania, Jake. Uh, Jake, what's going on, dude? Hey guys, how you guys doing? Today? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, uh, uh, just a little take on the Primani brothers. If I'm, I know it's a Pittsburgh thing. Uh, if you guys aren't looking to, you know, be in the city, you know, with all the traffic and all that. Grove City, about 80 miles north of the city, uh, has a great Primanti Brothers. You can go to the Outlet Mall, tons of stuff to do there. So just really? a little uh, take on that. Yeah, I'm looking at their, their site now, and I'm, I'm mad. I've been in two places, two cities, not Pittsburgh, that has a Primanti Brothers, and I didn't know about it. Hershey's got one in Pennsylvania. Oh, I didnn't. I've been to Hershey a bunch one, of times. Yeah, and there's one in State College by Penn State, and, State. and I've been there too recently, uh, and I could have gotten a Primanti wow. Brothers and sandwich, and I didn't know. And there's one in Maryland. There's one in Hagerstown, Maryland. I didn't know that either. Uh, uh, Might was, be more regional now. Yeah, they're moving around, dude. There's also one up in Michigan. There's one in uh, in, in Taylor, Michigan. Yeah, in Taylor, Michigan. Let's not get crazy. In Taylor, Michigan, and Nova, Michigan. Actually, Taylor, Michigan. Jake, we appreciate the call, homie. In Taylor, Michigan, I had an appliance match against Sabu in 1992. I think it was. What did you use? A stove. Look at Pete's face. I have never heard of that match. Because you'll never hear it. it happened once. That's why. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. And it was bad. I mean, bad danger bad. Dude, we had vacuum cleaners around the ring, washing machine covers. I swear to you. I swear to you. And there was only, there was, there was maybe 200 people in the building. And we beat the holy dog ass out of each other. This is before the whole ECW thing. Yeah. And it was called an appliance match. It was in Taylor, Michigan. And the promoter's name was Joe Lake. And he tried to burn us on the money. And we hunted him down. And uh, not just us, other wrestlers. And one of the female wrestlers in the car found him at a Denny's. He tried to burn us for the money. We were all hunting him down in the middle of the night. And she got out of the car and beat his ass. Beat his ass. I don't want to name her name. She <laughs> was recently put in the WWE Hall of Fame. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's go to uh, Paul uh, listening in from Ohio. Paul, you're on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on? Hey, Taz, how you doing? What's uh, up, buddy? First of all, I want to say something to you. I'm ready. I, I am so sorry that you're leaving because I'm going to tell you what, uh, you you and the Moose is one of the best morning talk shows that I've ever listened to. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and I wanted to make sure I got to say goodbye to you and sorry to see you go, and I wish you good luck. But my favorite wrestler was magnificent Don Morocco. I'm with you, bro. Captain- I, love, I love Morocco. I'm a big fan of his. Oh. Okay, continue. You, and you remember when Captain Lou was his manager? I don't the the one match that I still remember to this day. I don't remember the gentleman who he was wrestling, but he was also also known as with the pile driver. And do you remember when he wrestled the dude in? Uh, he had a, a sub. He was eating the sub while drinking the coke. Oh yeah, Morocco. He, Morocco was yeah. doing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> well, for a lot of Morocco's career, he was managed by Mister Fuji, but. He did have Albano for a while, didn't he, Pete? I think, I think Paul's right. Yeah, yeah he, he had did, Albano. Right? Yeah. Um, are you talking about Paul Ondorf, that he was wrestling with the pile driver? I, I don't I don't remember who it was, but right. all I remember, he had a full 
Hero. Like a six-inch sub. Sub, here, When he yeah. pile drived them, <laughs> the sub went flying everywhere. The lettuce, the tomatoes, uh, the onions, was, everything. He was the best, it was man. great. He was a star. It was great. <laughs> well, I appreciate the car wall Spurs, Paul. Thank you so right. much, man. Appreciate Good it. Good luck to you, Taz. I'm going to miss you. All right, All right thanks, bye. man. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, it's really nice these people call. Day three of the Taz send-off. And now I see why Francesca did this for three months. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> twice. Said goodbye twice for three months. Feels nice. <laughs> no, it just it takes time. You know, you got people call. No, it does feel nice. No, the thing is, but I'm not going nowhere. Where am I going? I'm leaving this platform. I'll be in other platforms. I'm leaving on my. You know, I'm leaving. I'm doing my thing. I got things I'm doing. You know, I'll be around. You know, be around. Right, and you're CBN. going. Like you're right. you're going. You're happy. You're happy to go. You feel good I'm going. Happy. I'm happy as a pig in poop. Right. Yeah. Don't be sad for Taz. Taz isn't sad for Taz. Taz is not sad for Taz. I'll tell you that right now. Be gone ASAP. Rocky. <laughs> Inside Joe Jones. <laughs> I got it. We got the three biggest headlines of the day on the other side. Nope. After we go to break. <laughs> After we get back from break. Taz with Andrew Bogus. Break back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.